Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on today. Kevin Sorbo himself. That's right. We've got Kevin back. He's got four movies that are out this year. We're going to talk about those. Cancel culture, how he deals with cancel culture, and a whole lot more. Um, a plus, we're going to have Cicely Davis on. She's taking on Elon Omar, who is the District 5 Democrat in uh, Minneapolis area of Minnesota. The, uh, Cicely is a Republican, so very interesting to hear what she wants to bring to the table. Plus, we talk a lot about Joe Biden and his crack pipe program, which is ridiculous, on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah, let's go. Uh-huh. You know it. Carrie, how's it going? Polo making it happen. CJ's in for Sam. Glad to have you all. Pretty CJ is. Oh, ah. All right, break it down. Shoulders up. Kind of a cabbage patch, kind of not. Got the running man. Got the shaky neck. No? Take note of that? You get the flailing right hand? I don't know. No idea what that is. Let's go! Right, right, because you're a naysayer and, and no fun. NFC is what we call her, no fun carry. It's, it's, it's what we bring to the table on uh, Wednesday. So I guess hour number three, we'll just play the same hump to bump song. So uh, there's a lot going on today, lots to get to. Let me just start out with this. Paul, get the microphone near you, please. Carry eggs, are they meat or not? Uh, no. Okay, Polo, eggs, meat or not? Yes. Okay, please explain your answer. Uh, well, I mean, they're a, they're a, a byproduct, I guess, of, of, a, of an animal. There are a lot of things that are byproducts that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> they're not the same as the animal. I'm just going to put it out there. But you're if you gun to your head, you're saying that eggs are meat. Yes. I know what CJ's saying. You're saying... I think eggs are meat. Okay. This is a discussion I've had to have with my, with my eldest beautiful daughter, CJ, for the past half hour about whether eggs were meat or not. Let me see how clear I can make this. Eggs are not meat. Meat is from muscle tissue of animals. Um, eggs are not meat. Eggs are, how would you describe it? They are a liquid form of, of, of good protein. They're a solid source of protein. They're liquefied. There is no meat that's liquid. That when you cook, it turns into a, a solid. That doesn't make any sense. Then CJ said very wisely, well, what about fertilized eggs? Well, that's a good question. Now, once the egg is fertilized, now you're making a chicken. And the chicken will end up being meat. So just eat the fertilized part. That's the meat part. The other part, and you got kind of grossed out by this, is to me the amniotic fluid. I mean, there's something wrong with that? You're on, C. <laughs> something wrong with the... Uh... Eating amniotic fluid, yeah. No, I didn't know. I didn't gross. say that. I mean, amniotic fluid is not is not meat. Do you obviously, eat eggs, though. I mean, you're. Saying I do you not eat eggs right now. Right now, I don't eat eggs. Well, right now, I'm just eating meat. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, though, people who eat eggs, you know. Yes, that's a high protein <laughs> diet. Yes, eggs have protein. So do like soy products. It doesn't mean that uh, is soy meat. 
No. Okay. Just just asking. Just asking, asking for a friend. So what I'm saying is, now I'm going to get a bunch of freaking emails. You know how many emails I'm going to get over this now, Carrie? Because, because the people, oh, how dare you say oh, it's not several. meat? How dare you say it's meat? Now, um, it's an interesting conversation because I, I guess the USDA is saying that eggs are poultry or in the poultry. Th- they didn't say are poultry or in the poultry family. And I'm like, of course they are. They come out of a, a chicken's butt. Well, not really butt, but I mean, they, they come out of a chicken. So, yes, of course it's in the poultry family, but it is a liquid that is not from muscle tissue of an animal. It is not, by definition, meat. It's just a really good, solid source of protein. All right, so if it's not meat, what would you classify it as? I don't know. I just call them eggs. So, Carrie, you're sticking to your guns. They're not meat. Uh, correct, yes. And, Paul, you're saying yes, meat, or a byproduct of meat. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, too, I mean, it grows up and becomes like meat, so... Only the fertilized ones. Most eggs that we buy at the store are not fertilized, so they never grow up to be anything. They just go sour and you throw them away. And, and CJ, you're going to stick to your guns, yes? Yes, I am. Although you know dad's right. Well, I looked up the Merriam-Webster definition of meat. Right. Number two on the list is yes. animal tissue. Right. Especially considered as a food. And I believe that right. eggs are an animal tissue. Absolutely not tissue. That's not even an argument we can have. How are they tissue? How are eggs tissue? If I go to the hospital and, and God forbid, I've got a burn or a, a severe cut, they're not going to say, we, we got to graft this. Let's get some eggs. It's not tissue. Not, not tissue at all. It's, just, it, it's fluid. It's stuff. It's, it's a protein source. So I'm going I'm to stick to my guns and say it's not meat. Carrie says not meat. Polo is, well, it's a meat byproduct. So he's kind of saying it's meat. Um, I'm saying if it's a fertilized egg, the thing that is fertilized and starts becoming a chicken, that can be considered meat. But I'm going to say not meat. CJ is firm that she believes it's meat, and we'll leave it there. Now, CJ, we are not agreeing to disagree because you know your dad for 30 years. I don't agree to disagree, but I understand we do not uh, we do not we do, do not see eye to eye on this. I believe I'm right. You you believe you're right. Although I don't think you're as firm as I am in, in your belief. You believe it, but I don't think you're quite as firm as I am on it. Am I right about that? I'm pretty firm, and I just googled the definition of tissue. And <laughs> Go ahead. tissue is an aggregate of cells, usually of a particular kind, together with their intercellular substance. So right. how is an egg not tissue? All right, then it's plants are... An aggregate then, of cells. Yeah, plants are too. Plants are also tissues. meat. You're right. They're also meat. Because <laughs> it's a tissue. Well, it's an aggregate of tissues, right? From the same thing. I get. Right. I, I didn't even realize so let's this. Go back to the meat. Hang when on. you have a salad... Hold on. When you have a salad tonight, <laughs> I want you to understand you're eating a big bowl of meat. If that's no, the definition. Meat is animal tissue, which I think an egg is animal tissue. I don't think we're going to agree. I'm pretty firm. An egg is not animal tissue. You want to say it's animal cells? Maybe because it comes from an animal. Certainly not tissue. There is no form or fashion or any way possible that anybody listening other than you think that eggs are tissue. But I love you like her. I love you as if you were my daughter. It is, uh, and by the way, CJ is my daughter. Uh, she's my eldest daughter. Sam is our second daughter. Gabby is our third daughter. Then we've got Gia and Mesa. And I love you like crazy, honey. We're not going to agree on that. But, and we started, we talked about this because, you know, we're both sort of eating a high protein diet and we're going for, you know, meat primarily right now. And you had some eggs today and then you had a question about whether they were meat or not. And my answer was no. And then, you know, I, I get it. I questioned everything my father ever said to me. Even if he was right, I still questioned it. So I get it, and we're not going to agree on it. But I, I'm not, CJ, I'm not taking any calls on this, although people will probably call and talk about it. I'm not taking any calls on that. I just wanted to put it out there. We start the show out with a little bit of fun, a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of thought, 
people right now, are, they're in their cars across this great land going, I, I, I don't know, I think it's me. I've never thought about it. Carrie, is there something you ever thought about? Uh, no, actually. Yeah. I just thought they were eggs. CJ, see what we've done? We have incited great thought processes. That's good. Exactly right. Not me. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Um, so a- as we continue down the road of the left saying, this is the way I'm going to do it, I don't care what you think about it, uh, we've got another story that that aligns with that. Do you, Carrie, do you have the Stacey Abrams story where she's apologizing now? Uh, and saying that she made a mistake um, and she shouldn't have done that. And then she, she goes through this whole thing. And, and she's just the nicest person ever. She's on like CNN. She's like, yeah, and you know, I was reading for African American Reading Month. First of all, have you ever heard of African American Reading Month? Has anybody ever heard of African American Reading Month? Not. No. Suddenly that's a thing. It's African American Reading Month. I was as I was at this great class and and had everybody socially distanced and I had everybody put their masks on and I walked in and went to the podium and I had the masks on and I took the, I explained to the kids I only took my mask off because there were some people who were doing online learning and they couldn't understand me necessarily with a mask on and when you can see somebody's mouth you can understand them more and then afterwards I just darn it I forgot to put my mask back on when we took the picture so we've all seen the picture right. Carrie, does there appear to be social distancing in that picture? Mm, no. So she made sure they all wore their masks and that they were all were social distancing. Nobody in that picture is social distancing. Now, I'm here to say kids are not susceptible to get really, really horribly sick or die from COVID. So I'm not for social distancing. I'm not for putting masks on kids. I'm not for kids getting vaccinated. But her explanation doesn't make any sense, especially since now we have seen in the public fray in the ether, we've seen four pictures of Stacey Abrams not wearing a mask. Well, everybody around her is wearing a mask. Do you have her apology from today? Yeah. Um, oh, it was today. Um, no, it might have been yesterday. It could have been yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Democratic candidate for Georgia Governor Stacey Abrams apologized Tuesday for not wearing a mask when she posed for photos with masked schoolchildren last week after she received intense backlash from political opponents. Protocols matter, and protecting our kids is the most important thing, and anything that can be perceived as undermining that is a mistake, and I apologize, Abrams said in an interview Tuesday night on CNN's Erin Burnett out front. Abrams was photographed last week without a mask, seated among students at the Elementary School, all of whom were wearing a mask. Now, the photos, which were shared on social media Friday and have since been removed, prompted criticism from Abrams' Republican opponents and others frustrated with masking policies who called it hypocritical. Abrams, who had been at the school to take part in annual African-American read-in day, told CNN she had been at the event with her mask on but had removed it because students also were listening remotely and she wanted all of them to hear me. In the excitement after I finished, because it was so much fun working with those kids, I took a picture and that was a mistake, she said. As she later added, my responsibility in that moment was to explain to those kids why I was doing something they weren't doing and then as soon as possible to put the mask back on. And the city of Decatur, part of metropolitan Atlanta, recently extended its indoor masking requirement through February 22nd and its city schools enforced similar masking rules. Asked on CNN if she would lift the mask mandates in Georgia schools, Abrams said the state is not in a place where that conversation's ready because we have one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country. A COVID hygiene is going to be a point of debate for a very long time, and we can only follow the science and follow our circumstances, she said, adding that if elected governor, she would look at the science to follow the protocols and to set the right example. There you go. 
So Stacey Abrams lies about socially distancing the kids. She lies about why she forgot to put... CJ, you got to stop. Seriously? I just got a big, giant text with all sorts of crap. Stop. Stop. What are you, what are you doing? It's not meat. They're eggs. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, so the bottom line for me is this. Stacey Abrams is a hypocrite. She's lying about why she took the mask off. She doesn't think she has to wear one. She's lying about taking the picture in the excitement of the moment. Do those kids look excited to you? They don't, they, you can't see their mouths, but I, they, I can still tell that, she is, that they're all frowning. They don't want to be wearing masks as she's sitting there without a mask on. And some of those kids are smart enough to think, why is she not wearing a mask? And I am. And again, there are four pictures now, not just the one. They keep on showing up. More pictures of Stacey Abrams without a mask on while everybody else is wearing a mask. Very similar to what we saw from Garcetti and from Breeze and from Newsom and from Magic Johnson at SoFi Stadium. They don't think they have to follow the rules they're forcing on everybody else. They think they're so elite that even their health is elite. And even their stature is elite. I mean, enough is enough. I mean, honestly, um, at, at the end of the day, you've got somebody who is who could have set policy had she won the governor's mansion. And her policy would have been to keep those kids masked even as she stood there without a mask on, even as she sat there without a mask on. And that's not okay. At some point, I mean, we have all these studies in now, studies showing that that shutting down the economy and locking everybody in was more harmful than it was helpful. It didn't help almost at all. And masking kids, psychologists, psychiatrists, and, and physicians are all saying, hey, this is harmful. You got them breathing in their own you know, carbon dioxide they're trying to get rid of. You have the, they're not socially uh, talking to anybody. They're not making friends. They, they, you've got depression in children ages that you normally wouldn't see depression. And it doesn't make any sense. At some point, we have to put our feet down and say, stop it. Just stop it. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Want to hear from you? Go to JoePags.com. Check out the stories of the day as well. You'll also see links to some of our interviews from yesterday. Uh, remember that Dr. Robert Malone, the entire interview, all 37 minutes is up on my Rumble now. You go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on the Rumble link, go there, watch it, check it out, see the other uploads that we had today as well. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Hi, glad to have you. Thanks. Appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Bill out of Florida that has uh, Joe Biden all riled up. We'll talk about that in a little while, which is just dumb. Um, also, listen, go to my website right now, JoePags.com. You'll be able to follow the story along that I'm about to bring to you. And uh, the story is about Joe Biden and his cognitive ability. And uh, I, I want you to check that out because those who want him to take a cognitive test are right. They're, they're absolutely right. And I'm going to read the actual letter. Kerry, not usurping your duties, but I'm going to read the actual letter that these legislators are putting out and have sent to okay. President Biden. This is a letter that's actually from Ronnie Jackson, uh, the representative from Texas, who was the White House doctor for Obama and for, and for Trump. And, uh, and, and they, they're done. They want some answers here. They want some answers. 
And, uh, and I think they're appropriate in asking for those answers. So we'll have that for you in a second. But now before we go to the phone lines, please, please stop calling CJ about eggs or meat or not. We had fun. We had fun. I mean, honestly, stop. I mean, we all know that it's not, and that's fine. Right, CJ? <laughs> the, the, the best example that I saw, and I think that, that you would agree with this. I know that you, want to, that you want to argue with Dad, and that's fine. But the best example I saw was a website that said, eggs are not traditionally considered meat because they've never been alive. The fertilized egg, again, the part that's fertilized, does end up being meat, but because it's never been alive, if it's not fertilized, it is not meat without a doubt. But again, you don't have to take that. I think that you're smart, though, and that makes sense. If it's never been alive, how can it be meat? And eggs are not alive. That makes sense, right? That does make sense. But you still disagree with me. <laughs> I do. That's okay. You're allowed. All right, let me go to Jackie, who's in Oklahoma, about Stacey Abrams and the ridiculousness of all these masks, and, and she's not wearing one, and she should be wearing one. And the idea that um, that she just made a simple mistake is one that I reject out of pocket. Um, and, and everybody should reject that. And if we reject it loudly, they can't keep on trying this garbage. I'll get to the phone lines in a second. First, I've got to remind you, Grant Stinchfield is on Newsmax every night exposing Nancy Pelosi's hypocrisy. Just like Stacey Abrams' hypocrisy, this is a left thing. This is part of their agenda, is to be hypocrites and then laugh it off. Reports say Nancy Pelosi could be worth as much as $250 million. She recently even made up to $30 million in stock trades with big tech. Stinchfield is tired of Pelosi's hypocrisy. He's launched a petition called Give It Back Nancy, demanding that she return the $30 million to help poor families. You need to join Stinchfield's petition. Get on it right now. Go to giveitbacknancy.com, giveitbacknancy.com. Giveitbacknancy.com, you can join in. Stinchfield is on Newsmax at 8 p.m. Eastern, revealing the truth about Pelosi. They're also going to see Michael Savage and Dick Morris on Stinchfield. Get Newsmax on every major cable system. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, tell them you want it. Or watch Newsmax free on your streaming platforms. Millions are turning to Newsmax, a source you can trust. Watch Stinchfield tonight. Hold Pelosi accountable. Go to giveitbacknancy.com. Giveitbacknancy.com. I was on Newsmax this afternoon. I think the network is great. Hopefully, you'll check it out as well. All right, let me go to the phone lines on Stacey uh, Abrams and the hypocrisy there and among all Democrats. Jackie, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm living the dream. Talk to me. Got about a minute. Um, okay, so I currently uh, live in Oklahoma. I work for academia. Um, for the past six months, I've been at my job. For the past, since September, I've been dealing with mask mandates in academia. Um, our governor passed a law protecting K-12 through from acquiring masks. Um, but unfortunately, with the upper levels of academia, um, we don't have any protection. So um, our, where I currently work is trying to implement masks, stating that we are patient-facing, and they're labeling animals as our patients. Um, oh, come on. They're trying to – I'm sorry? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. So uh, I work with animals. Um, so our, um, administration is trying to label, uh, animals as patients to make us fit into the narrative of patient facing for mask mandates. Um, we have had lots of pushback from the, um, administration. We, um, are currently going through battles trying to prove our side of the story. They are just essentially twisting the narrative or twisting our governor's words and twisting you know, current laws put in place to fit their narrative. Yeah. Um, 
that's kind of what we're dealing with. Well, I've got uh, I've got to run. Jackie, send me an email on that. That is so stupid that I, I, it makes my face hurt. It's just stupid. Pags at JoePags.com. I have to run to break here. I appreciate you. Animals aren't getting COVID from people. That's stupid to make you wear a mask. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. One hour from now, it'll be Kevin Sorbo's own self about his four movies coming up, uh, about producing and directing movies in Hollywood or or along with Hollywood, even though he's conservative and he's Christian and he's not going to back down. It's all very interesting. The conversation we have is awesome. You're going to love it because they keep on trying to shut him down. And I had no idea. Carrie, did you know this, that they banned him from Facebook nine months ago? I did not. No. And they banned him from Facebook because he told what is now known as the truth about masks. Yep. Okay, That's why he's I gone. No idea, but all right. So, so I, in the interview, I said, so Facebook called you back and apologized? And he just laughed a bit. So uh, make yeah, sure you stick around for that. It's always fun to have Sorbs on. I call him K-Sorbs. So, I would um, do that if I were you. Obviously. Why not? Call him K-Sorbs. Um, no. Maybe his friends call him K- No, I don't even think his friends call, call him, him that, actually. Call him K-Sorbs. Well, I, I'm his friend. Are you, though? Uh, more than you are. Let's let's put it that way. You've talked to him and interviewed him. That is not you. Do, like not five or six times for like five or six years. Sorbs. Uh huh. You know, like Saturday at like eight o'clock, he's like, yeah, "Hey, Pagsy, what's happened?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm busy." Sorbs. <laughs> I don't think that ever <laughs> that happened. May not have happened. The conversation okay. Conversation never happened. Hey, hey, listen. Good news. Top of next hour, I'll complain about TikTok. That didn't take long, did it? Oh no, not at all. And again, if you're on the TikTok, like two billion people around the world. It's at Joe Pags, at Joe Pags. Oh, yeah. I've already had my dust up with TikTok. Can you believe that? It didn't take long. It was like a week and a half. Mm-mm, I'm shocked. It's all it took was a week and a half. Mm-hmm. It turns good. out I violated their community standards. Oh, really? Like, really? That would be an interesting story. How the hell did that happen? That is so weird. All right. We'll get into that in a second. L- let me start, though, this half hour with um, Dr. Ronnie Jackson has had enough. He has seen enough with President Joe Biden. He has seen it. He's heard it, he's done with it, and he wants some answers and he wants them now. So um, let me give you this on the screen. If, if you're not watching, go right now to uh, JoePags.com and click on uh, Watch Now. There's there, What we've done is there's like a little graphic that Blair added to this that sort of highlights the Watch Now or Listen Now or Listen Live. Go and click on there. You'll see this, the, the show as we do it. And I'm going to show this on the screen, this actual... Um, verbatim of what they had to say. This is a letter again. Dear President Biden, this was actually sent on letterhead. It was sent to the president. We again write to you to express concern with your current cognitive state. We believe that regardless of gender, age, or political party, all presidents should follow the example set by former President Trump to document and demonstrate sound mental abilities. While you underwent your annual physical exam on November 19, 2021, you either did not have a cognitive test or those results were withheld from the public. White House physician Kevin O'Connor, D.O., attested to you being fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency in a purely physical manner. However, we are worried about your cognitive and mental abilities. As you may remember, the letter continues. 
Several members of Congress sent you a letter on this issue in June of last year, to which you have not replied. Since then, the American people have continuously lost faith in your ability to effectively and competently handle your duties as President of the United States. This is reflected by recent polling, which shows that 48% of voters disagree with the statement that you are mentally fit, with only 46% agreeing and representing a 19-point change from October 2020. The letter from uh, Dr. Jackson and other legislators continues. The Alzheimer's Association lists, lists changes in mood and personality, including being, including being more easily upset as one of 10 signs of mental decline. You displayed this type of mood change during a cabinet meeting on January 24th, 2022, when you apparently did not know your microphone was on after finishing your opening remarks and you called a White House reporter a stupid son of a bee. And then there are asterisks. In response to a question asked on inflation. Further, in a December 16, 2021 press conference with the White House COVID-19 response team, you appear to be unable to read the numbers in front of you when attempting to announce the total number of the population who had received a booster shot. You said 57, excuse me, 570. I don't want to read it. I'm not sure if I got that number right before being corrected by Dr. Anthony Fauci with the right statistic of 57 million. The American people should have absolute confidence in their president, he concludes, they deserve to know that he or she can perform the duties of head of state and commander-in-chief. They deserve full transparency in the mental capabilities of their highest elected leader. To achieve this, we urge you to submit to a cognitive test immediately. We implore you to then publish the, re- the test results so the American people know the full mental and intellectual health of their president and to follow the example set before you. All right, that's the entirety of the letter. This is a real letter really sent to the president of the United States, Joe Biden. If you want to read the letter for yourself, go to my website, JoePags.com. On the right, you'll see the the Mission Impossible or Budget Impossible, uh, Tom Cruise is the lead story. The secondary story on the right-hand side, click on Take the Test. Republican reps demand Biden take mental fitness test after bizarre behavior. 37 Republicans sent the letter. These are all elected officials. They've all sent the letter. Now, I don't know what excuse you can possibly have to not... Get at least give at least equal transparency that Trump gave you. Kerry, we all remember historically when Ronnie Jackson was the doctor at the White House, he yeah. does the phys- physical exam and the cognitive exam on Trump, right? Remember that? I do remember that. Remember the stupid questions the media were asking? Mm, um, not really, but I'm sure they were stupid. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, one of the questions was, any sign of cocaine use? Do you think that's a journalistic question? Uh, no. No. Another question was, any sign of bone spurs? You think that's a legitimate question? No. Because no. that goes back to the allegation that he got out of yeah. Vietnam because of bone spurs. Right. Um, Jackson gave his assessment of Obama, so it's not like he was a partisan at the time, at which was he was in good health. He gave his assessment of Trump. Cognitively and physically, he was great. He was fine. Listen, you can disagree with Donald Trump, but his cognitive abilities are fine. I disagree with Joe Biden and the administration's agenda, but I also see a guy who's stumbling and fumbling. I mean, they were very nice to him there. They could have gone on and on about how angry he gets sometimes, about how he starts whispering and starts acting weird, about how he couldn't you know, name the people that he was appointing to cabinet positions. He had to stop and try to read it again, and did I get it right, and how do you say that? I mean, the guy is lost so often, it doesn't make any sense. He says things like, um, you know, a, a small incursion, not a big deal over in Ukraine, but something larger we'll take a look at. I mean, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So this letter is appropriate in my, in my book. So what I want to do is I want to open up the phone lines, and, and I, want, I want to just ask you very simply, 
And if you're if you're a Democrat, I hope that you're willing to call it. You've got a backbone enough to call in and actually tell the truth. If you don't think it's important to know the cognitive health of a president of the United States, say so. If you agree that, of course, it's important, we need to know the guy is on top of the game, then also say so. Because by the numbers, it appears to me like some Democrats agree that he should take a cognitive test. When Ronnie Jackson was on my show, he said he has age-related dementia, that Biden does. Age-related dementia, that it's clear to him that that's what Biden is dealing with. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. If you'd rather email me, do that. Go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on, uh, click on contact, and then you'll send me an email. I just want to know if you don't think it's a big deal. You know, Biden, if you're a Democrat or a far left-wing liberal progressive, you like who Biden has surrounding him because they're the ones that are, that are setting the agenda. But when you've got a conversation with Putin, you know, over the Internet, and you look like a fool the entire time, that's a problem, isn't it? When you're at the G7 or G8 or G20, whatever the hell G it was, and you fall asleep, and an aide has to come up and say, ah, oh, Mr. President, ah, oh, Mr. President, ah, oh, Mr. President. You know, when that has to happen, you know, what are we talking about here? What, what exactly, are, I mean, at some point, put the politics aside, realize this guy is in mental decline. Go watch a video of Joe Biden 10 years ago. Go watch a video of Joe Biden 20 years ago. You know, allegedly, we all slow down a little bit when we get older. I, I don't think I have, but, you know, I use my brain every day. And, and if I start slowing down and I can't put the words together and can't do monologues and can't do interviews and can't take calls and can't debate people, I'll stop doing what I do. But I'm nowhere near the age of Joe Biden. But it's not even necessarily just age. I mean, he's also a guy who has survived a couple of aneurysms. I mean, this guy is not who he used to be. I would love to know if you still want to show some sort of support for, for not having a, a report on his mental ability and stability. Shouldn't we know? Carrie, is that, a, is that a political question that we should know the leader of the free world's ability to cognitively, co- cognitively well, lead all of us? I mean, yes, we should know. I yes. mean, but that's not political, right? No. You're the journalist. You know, you're the even-handed person. Let me go to uh, the phone lines and see what you think about all this. Michael, what do you think in Florida? Hi. Hey, buddy. I just want to say that uh, they have the perfect uh, Manchurian president in office. Uh, the media and everybody helps to uh, put the uh, smoke screen up for him. Uh, meanwhile, the, the radical left is busy trying to shove through all their freak crack pipe money and, uh, right. you know, defunding the police and everything. And here we are talking about his cognitive ability. Yes. Uh, it's not political. The leader of the free world, we should know and we should have confidence. You know, at least 50 percent of us, at least 60 percent of us should have confidence in that. And we don't. It's not there. It needs to happen. Yeah. No, Michael, I'm with you. And what's interesting is people always say, do me a favor, when anybody calls, they're not calling Michael out, but if you call in, get off speaker if you can or get your face closer to the phone. We want people to hear you as clearly as possible. Um, For me, the argument that, yeah, but look who you get if you get rid of Biden is a a dumb one. The agenda is not going to change. Biden is not setting the agenda. And Kamala Harris, at least, has her cognitive ability. She's a very, very smart person, very intelligent person. I don't think she's very nice, as you see from people who once supported her running from her from her office. They don't want to be on her staff. Doesn't sound like she's very nice. I think she's sarcastic. I think she's a racist um, and, and doesn't have a problem lying. But at least you know what you get. At least you know you can mix it up with her. 
at least you know you can say, hey, wait a second, we don't agree with that, let's now have that debate. Now let's hash it out. You can't do that with Biden. You can't. Because it's like your, your, your old angry neighbor yelling at you to get off the lawn. You have to just blow that person off and move on. But this is the guy who literally has the codes to the nukes. It doesn't make any sense that we don't know what his abilities are. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I would love to get somebody who is an avowed Democrat to call in and, and let me know what you think about this. Are you okay with not knowing his cognitive ability? Are you as sure as I am that there's an issue, that he's not the same guy? I'll take you when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on, tons to get to. A lot of people want to be heard as well on the phone lines. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. And again, just stop by J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Sign up for the newsletter. Send me an email if you'd like. Check out all the social media. But for this story that we're talking about, it's the top story on the right-hand side that uh, these 37 Republicans are asking for a cognitive test from Joe Biden. There really is no good answer. I mean, how can Jen Psaki, the circle-back press secretary, possibly say there's no need for it? His cognitive abilities are fine. You can't just say that, knowing that Trump just took the test. Normally, she would say, well, Trump didn't do it, so Biden doesn't have to do it. She can't say that this time. Trump did do it. So there's really no reason for it, and there's no good excuse not to do it. So I'll take your calls on that, and uh, we'll get. I, I know I've got at least one Democrat on the line, which is cool, because I want to know what he thinks about all this. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, keep in mind, Congress just did another continuing resolution, which is just crazy. They keep on kicking the ball down, down the, or the can down down the road, and they don't ever solve the budget issues. All they have to do is say, I'm going to raise the debt ceiling. I'm going to take more of the taxpayers' money, and we're just going to keep on going. Well, we can't do that in our personal lives when it comes to our finances. In fact, if we're buried in bills, we're in big trouble. Trying to keep up with the credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares. Get off the treadmill right now. You can't do what Congress does. You need some help. Get with Total Financial Freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for 15 years now, helping people like you resolve their debts and cut payments in half. Just give them a call. You don't have to believe me. Believe them. Call them. They'll give you examples. They'll tell you how they can do it. 800-833-9444. When you do that, mention my name. Get the free book called Debt Dietitian. Again, get that free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded individuals. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. No complaints at all. Call Total Financial, 800-833-9444, 1-800-833-9444, and do it right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you calling. I guess I guess the one guy hung up. Richard, you hung up. What, what, what happened? I was going to get to the to the Democrat. Carrie, we had a Democrat. Oh, that would have been a good call. An avowed Democrat called in and hung okay. up. Uh, um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. The emails are flying in as well. Brady, Las Vegas, what's going on? Hi. Hello, Brady. Do I have a Brady? Well, I'm not good. Carrie, I don't know about you. I'm not hearing Brady. I'm not either. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there that I am not able to hear 
to hear Brady. I'm just not. Uh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. It actually doesn't doesn't sound like I even can hear the phones at all. Let me put that back on hold. Do it again. Brady. I don't know. CJ, maybe check with Brady and see if he's still there. He may have uh, gone to the bathroom or something. Brian writes in and says, regardless of politics, I agree that cognizant and mental health should be one of the most important factors of being eligible to be in a, a position of power, especially the president of the United States. It was clear he was in decline even before the election. Yeah, somebody in the, in the chat room actually asked me about that. And the question was, why didn't you complain about this during the election? Carrie, I'm sure you remember this. When they were doing the debates, just the Democrats were doing debates. We all were going, the guy couldn't remember his website. You got to text 30330 or something. Yeah, we did talk about that more than a couple of times, actually, during the campaign. Remember the first debate that he, because we weren't sure Joe was going to run. The first debate, he's there, and he's going, and he's going, and then he said, my time's up. What? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. I, have you ever yeah. seen somebody in debate stage? Never. Telling the moderator, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm, my I'm time done. is up. No. <laughs> Never. So, oh, go over. Always. We have, Always. we of course had questions even as the campaign was going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something, uh, people writing me about truck driving. All right. Here's a similar letter from Mr. Jackson from last year. Yeah. He said that they sent another letter last year, Greg. Um, he, he actually says that in this letter, we sent you a letter last year that you never responded to last June. So yes, we did mention that. Absolutely. Uh, oh, uh, CJ, they're all writing me about the meat thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, really? Come on, man. Let's move on past that. Um, I think that we can all agree as Americans that we want a leader. We want somebody who is the elected boss to at least have the ability to, to speak to other world leaders in a, an intelligent and understandable fashion. And this guy isn't able to do that. That's a problem. Philip, Oregon, about a minute. Go ahead. Hey, Joe. Nice to hear your show. Thanks, man. I uh, enjoy it. Thank you. And I uh, just wanted to make the comment that uh, the horse left the barn before Joe was elected. We agree. But, but, but why is it that they won't show us a result of the abilities that he has? Well, uh, I like to see him hounded in every fashion. So... Uh, that's that's a great thing. There are so many other issues. I think I think that uh, the biggest pressure should be on the uh, illogic of whether their Ukrainian policy and or their viral uh, uh, mitigation policies. There are many many uh, avenues to attack the cognitive uh, basis of what this administration is doing. And each of those things has to happen. Obviously, the guy is not whole mentally. Well, he's not. Philip, I appreciate that. I've got to run. You hear the music. Um, If I were a reporter at the White House, I would try to get this guy mad at me every day. I would literally try to get him mad just by asking very direct questions about policy and calling him out. Keep it here. Coming back. Much more to come. This is the Joe Pags Show.